0: You're listening to Living with Louie. Hello, folks, and welcome back to this edition of Living with Louie. And uh, today I want to just share with you some of the different coping strategies that I have learned um, that to help me. And um, I'm going to start out by talking about some of the things that have um, helped me to work on my uh, my speech. I have been working with um, a speech therapist now for a little over a year, and he has taught me um, that there is... Um, uh, when it comes to uh, my 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 speech, that um, I have to sometimes uh, pause a little bit and kind of let my 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 brain's thoughts and my mouth get into some type of synchronization there's um what I had a lot of trouble with it first uh well when, uh, when i first started working with these speech therapists uh, i had a lot of trouble with what i call logjam where where my my brain knows uh, what i want to say but my mouth does not want to engage to say it so by pausing a little bit, uh, waiting a second, and trying to slow that process down, I have been able to uh, get the words out most of the time that my my brain wants my mouth to say. So uh, maybe it's a good thing that uh, as um, I know that my filter um, <laughs> has become less effective that perhaps slowing things down uh is probably a good thing um one of the things that um i have trouble with sometimes is uh word retrieval and so when i have trouble with trying to um retrieve a word i will oftentimes stop for a minute and, and think about it, see if I can't retrieve it. If I can't retrieve it, then um, a couple of things is I've learned to uh, describe or try to describe what it is I, um, I'm, I'm trying to say or perhaps coming up with a, uh, with a synonym, a synonym, uh, not cinnamon. Cinnamon's what we put on our toast. Synonym um is uh, what I tried to come up with. Um when um when with uh one of the things that also happens is easy onset uh or to um you get stuck on a word and you get you get you get what what they say what easy onset is is like um, I get stuck on a word and I hold the sound uh, like I might go mm, monkey I'm holding on to that M sound um, and so yeah I think you know, that those times so I have to stop and ease into the word and oftentimes I can get that out um it's um it's been something that i've had to work on for a long time and i have to employ the strategies constantly um and you have to um try to think about it um and slow it down uh, but uh certainly uh, one of the things that I talked about this in, uh, in an, uh, another episode is that a lot of people who um, talk to me on the phone or um, people that I haven't seen for a little while, they go, oh, your speech is much better. You must be better. Well, that's not necessarily true. What is true is that I've got a very good speech therapist And, uh, Allison's just done a great job with, with helping me. And, uh, it's taken work, you know, I've had to work at it and, um, I don't know that I'll ever have to stop working at it in order to keep my speech where it is. Um, the, uh, so that's, uh, that's one of the things that uh, I, uh, those are some of the things that I've been working on as far as my speech goes, excuse me. My And the, the other coping strategies that I've learned to employ are most more with my, my mobility. Um, and for me, um, as I started to work with, uh, with my physical and occupational therapists, they saw that I was leaning forward, leaning on my toes. And when you start walking out on your toes and leaning forward, um, you're at a pretty high risk for a fall. Uh, and, uh, I was having to use a walker um, often and uh, and and the cane, um, but um, at any rate, with uh, when it comes to uh, that walking issue the um, the therapy team has taught me that there's a thing called neuroplasticity your brain when you when i used to walk used to automatically you just kind of walk something i probably learned around the age of 2 um, and you don't think about it but in order to walk in a safer manner i have learned that i have to retrain my brain to um position my feet the correct way. And so I know you've heard me say this before, perhaps, is that I, I always have to say, heel first, heel first, put your weight in your heels. Get off your toes. Get on your heels. Put your heel down first. Put your heel down first. And that's something that um even now that we're a year into uh, working with this team of therapists that I still have to do. I still have to think about putting my heel down first as I'm walking. Uh, Just recently, I had to make a change with regards to my neurologist. And my new neurologist said, well, walk down there and walk back and leave your cane here. And he said that immediately he saw that my walking was something that I had to think about, that it wasn't something that was just automatically coming to me. And uh, I told him, yes, that I had learned this from my therapy team to put my heel down first. And he said, well, kudos to your therapy team. Um, Sounds like you've got uh, some good people working with you. Well, he's 100% right about that. Uh, so with regards to mobility, that's kind of, um, what I've had to do. And then the other thing that I find I have to, is arm swing. You know, you, you, you don't think about that before because your right foot would go down, your left foot, your left arm would come forward. Well, now my, when I walk, unless I think about my arm swing and when it's starting, if I, if I lead off with my right foot, I need to bring my left arm forward because what was happening is my right arm would come forward with my right leg. And that doesn't lend itself to very good balance. So I had to I have to constantly think heel first and get that hand started. If I start with my right foot with my left arm forward and start to walk, my arm swing will follow. However, if I don't uh oftentimes I'll catch myself with my arm swing not being um opposite of my foot, being instead being with left arm, left foot, right arm, right foot. But um I will stop and then purposely start out with the arm swing and the and the foot so that everything's in, in the proper sync. And this sounds kind of crazy, but uh, it's the way it's been for me is that walking, which everybody takes kind of for granted, um, has not uh, has become something that um, requires some thought. And, uh, and I have to think about what it is I'm doing in order to keep myself as safe as possible. Because oftentimes when I'm not thinking about it, I, I'll, I'll be up on my toes before you know it. And before you know it, I'm catching myself with my cane. And um, so then I have to stop and go, no, no, no. Get your weight in your heels. And even when um, I'm doing um, exercises, I have to remember, keep your weight more back in your heels And one of the ways that I've learned to do that is kind of pull up on my toes. If I pull up on my toes, your weight automatically goes back to your, well, automatically, I won't say automatically, but your weight is kind of forced to go back into your heels. So then you're uh, in a better position for balance. Like I said, you get too far forward, too much on your toes, you're at a higher risk for fall. Uh, That is um, not anything I'm interested in. That is what uh, injures most people, and um, I don't, not in any hurry to to become uh, a uh, a statistic, if you will, falling. Um, and I, I'm just really trying my best not to uh, put myself into that situation. Uh, the Other thing with my mobility that i have found is that um something that has helped my balance greatly is what uh what they call large movement or exaggerated movement exercises and you can find these on uh, youtube and various other places Uh, but uh, basically what you're doing is you're challenging your body's natural balance system and so i don't recommend that you do this without anybody else when i do these exercises it's with my therapy team right there and they make sure that if anything happens they're right there to uh to correct it uh uh, or to keep me from falling now if i try these things with when my therapists are and i'm present It makes things a little more sketchy, and if you, um, so, I try to refrain from that. Um, I do see, uh, therapists, uh, probably four out of five days a week, and, um, well, as far as that, the, the physical part, and then I see a speech therapist once a week, so I've got a therapist here five days a week, um, so... Um that's been uh that's the way i I kind of cope with that yeah, the then the next thing I want to talk about is dexterity. My hands the dexterity my hand, my brain is telling my hands what to do. problem is my hands don't do what my brain's thinking they should do. I have a lot of trouble like with handling uh utensils. Um, washing dishes, Uh, oftentimes I'll drop dishes. And this is something that frustrates me to no end. Your hands, uh, my goodness, Um, when you stop and think about how many things you use your hands for, and when your hands and your brain aren't in sync, um, it can be very frustrating. And so, uh, again, this is another situation where I have to... um, a try to keep my frustration under control, which is easier said than done, and then uh, I also have to slow down and think and and, and say, okay, wait a minute, it's going to take me a little longer, and just uh, keep working at it until I can get it. Whatever task it is that I'm doing. Um, uh, to proceed the way that I would prefer to see it. Um, so that's uh, those are things that I do for my dexterity. The um, The other thing that I've found is that uh, I've had to employ um, strategies to help keep my organization intact um i have uh for instance i take medications morning noon and night uh seven days a week so my wonderful wife got me this nice pill uh organizer that has your morning noon and night on all seven days so tuesdays are when i sit down and uh Work on my meds. Now, usually what reminds me what day of the week it is, is actually the next medication uh, that I have. And it'll tell me what day it's on. So as I go through those seven days, when I get to Tuesday, guess what? There's no medication. So that I know I've got to sit down and go through them. But um, one of the things that they came up with for me was a list of my medications that list tells me what time it is time I take it morning noon or night um it also totals at the bottom so that I know that if I open up my morning pill pack it should have eight beds in it okay I open up my my midday there should be three so um I can look and and If I'm questioning it, I can count how many are there and look at my list and see that the totals actually match. Um, Then as I go through my meds, I have them in a bag, and I'll take the medication bottle out, and I check it off my list that that's what I'm doing, and I'll look. Okay, is this med morning, noon, and night, or is this just a morning med or just a nighttime med? and uh, make sure that everything's going in the right place in the pillbox so that I can keep my medications uh, uh, straight. Um, I have uh, a booklet that uh, records my uh, vitals uh, that uh, the therapy team uh, makes entries into every day that they're here. Uh, And for me, I keep the book in a specific place, and I keep a pen with the book uh, so that everything's right there, and I know exactly where it is. And uh, so that's that's another thing that I've done. The um, other thing that I have is a to-do list that I write down some of the things that I want to accomplish, and um, as I go through them, I cross them off. And that, that's an ongoing uh, list, of course, because uh, there's never end to a list of things that you have to do. The um, other thing that I've done is I've learned to communicate frustrations with my wife. Um, not frustrations with my wife, but frustrations that I experience with my wife. Um, the... Uh, the one thing that uh, I'll give you an example, she rearranged some things in the kitchen and with that role reversal since I'm not working and she is and I'm home most of the day, I try to make sure she comes home and the, and the dishes are put away and then things are kind of back in order. And um, for me, it, the consistency and, and knowing where things go is uh is important and when you rearrange things a i can't find them b i don't know where they go and c it all leads to a lot of frustration for me so um that's something that i that i me and my wife have learned is uh, that if i can communicate with her uh things that make it easier she certainly will do everything that she can to accommodate it um and um, like she keeps a schedule for the month up on the refrigerator um, with the dry erase. And we go in there and, and my appointments are there. Uh, anything that needs to, uh, to, to be scheduled goes on to that calendar. So um, that's, uh, those are some of the coping strategies that I have learned. Uh, I'm sure that uh, everyone has their own set of of coping strategies but these coping strategies um do they make uh, make uh, this uh body um better no they just make it easier to live with and um so those are some of the coping strategies that i have uh be uh, more than happy for you to share yours you can share them with me uh on the Go- Living with Louie uh, podcast um, Facebook page, or you can join the Living with Louis podcast uh, group on Facebook, and uh, that's something that we've been growing and uh, trying to get uh, more people involved with. So um, thank you, and uh, we'll look forward to uh, the next episode. Please remember folks that we are 100% voluntarily uh funded by our listeners. So please go to the link and at the bottom of your uh of your favorite podcast uh, provider and you'll find a link there that says uh support the show or you can find us on uh GoFundMe under Living with Louie podcast. Um and every dollar counts. Uh and every dollar helps so please uh take a minute and uh go in and uh and support the show we we certainly would appreciate it uh the only thing we try to do is cover our operating costs and equipment maintenance costs so uh, we thank you and have a great day we'd like to thank you for joining us for this edition of living with louie